This teaching is from City Church Coventry. You can find us online at www.citychurchcoventry.org. What God's given me to share is this. The Holy Spirit is here this morning to heal you if you're sick and to do a miracle if that's what you need. So I'm not going to speak for long um, because I believe he's got things he wants to do. Um, But before he does, I do believe he has something to say. (laughs) If that exceeds our expectations in coming here this morning, that's good. (laughs) That's okay. It's consistent with what the Word of God says. And I'm going to start in the Scriptures. Um, First one is the concluding part of chapter 3 of Ephesians, where we've been for the last few weeks, and I think an absolutely brilliant job has been done by everybody who's shared over the summer and Matthew the last two weeks in uh, the, the, the hidden mystery and revealed glory. But this is why, if what I've said exceeds our expectations, <laughs> this is why you're in good company, it's okay. This is how Ephesians 3 concludes. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Going back a bit in time since we've been in Ephesians the last few weeks. Ephesians 1 verses 18 to 21 say this. Just let the word minister to you. No no bells and whistles. Just let the word minister to you. I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. And his incomparably... Great power for us who believe. The other verse, according to his power at work within us, this elaborates according to incomparably great power at work within us. That power, that power that is at work within us is the same as his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. The incomparably great power that is at work within us is the same. The scripture says. It is the same as the power he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above, not just above far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is invoked not only in this age but also in the one to come Romans 8, 
Verses 9 and 11, we're just going to let the word do its work. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I can't put any, I certainly can't put it better than the Bible. (laughs) You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also, not may, it's a possibility, he will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. I'm going to move on to some statements Matthew made a couple of weeks ago when he ministered on hidden glory. Let's just listen to this. He prophesied to us as well in the midst of it. I'm not sure if you caught it. I was getting very excited when I was listening to it again last night. (laughs) I'm going to make you to be a house where I can be found. Not in theory. In reality. And we need to have complete confidence in that reality. I'm still, talk, I'm still mentioning statements Matthew made. If my confidence were based on my own ability, it would be misplaced. Some of you don't know how funny that is for me to say that. <laughs> A few of you do. <laughs> if my confidence were based on my own ability, it would be misplaced. The currency of the gospel is the power of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit can do anything. Part of the Holy Spirit's character is that he does the impossible. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead and lives in you And lives in me, part of his character is that he does the impossible. With him, nothing is impossible. This past week, as I've been preparing to minister this, um, I threw my back out on Wednesday. I was in excruciating pain. Praise God, it's kind of resolved now. Spasming. Managing it with painkillers. This morning... Paul found me in a, an unfortunate position in the toilet. <laughs> I will elaborate, so, so you're not too confused. I had some acid reflux. Really been bothering me all morning. Just awful. And I was sick. And with the back pain this week, and then this this morning, I thought, I, 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 there was a moment in time where I was like, how, how can I minister on... <laughs> The power of God which you've told me to minister on. When this is happening. I wondered if... How can I stand up and do that if I've not been well myself? And uh, we prayed at Life Group for the back pain. It definitely improved, but it hadn't completely gone. And I thought, this is a a contradiction. How, How is that possible? And then I realized I completely missed the point. (laughs) The Holy Spirit 
And the point is this, the Holy Spirit said something to me on Bible week, actually, when I was going to fetch the kids, which encapsulates what I'm, what I'm saying there. He said, now hear me right before you stir me for being a heretic, you don't believe in the laying on of hands. Obviously we do. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, um, the Holy Spirit will take of what is mine and make it known to you. I think that's in part Jesus' ability to shock. <laughs> he told his disciples, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part with me. He obviously didn't mean literally and he never explained it. <laughs> so when you hear something that ostensibly is, that's not right, it doesn't line up with this, he's obviously not contradicting his word. He's trying to get your attention with something and he will use shock to do it sometimes. When I inquired of him more, he said, I mean this, there's nothing special about the means except when I empower the means. There's nothing special about the means except when I empower the means and I do empower the means. Amongst many other reasons, like it having always been in the heart of God to pour out his spirit on all flesh, Jesus having come in the fullness of time, pouring out his Holy Holy Spirit at uh, at Pentecost, there is a good reason why the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in bodies like these. Bodies with spasming back. Bodies bent over the loo. (laughs) Forgive me. There is a reason the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in bodies like these, so it can truly be seen that it is his power, not ours. The same power which raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. It's his power, not ours. There's something else that Matthew said a couple of Sundays ago. He said, who here is convinced that they cannot perform a miracle? (laughs) I put my hand up. (laughs) Paul says, we have this treasure in jars of clay, in earthen vessels, to show that, to show that this all-surpassing power, this power which raised Jesus from the dead, this same power that lives in you and me, it's in here to show that it's from him and not from us. Certainly not disqualified from ministering on healing just because you're not well. It's not your power. It's not my power. It's his. It's not a lack of faith to say, I can't perform a miracle. It is an expression of faith when what you mean by that is, there is one who can, there is one who does, and he lives in you, and he lives in me. According to his power at work within us. Paul says of his own message, doesn't he? He says, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. When Paul first ministered to the Galatians, he says, I ministered because of an illness. He'd been blinded on the road to Damascus when he received the gospel from Jesus directly, and yet he was about to go and minister a gospel that said, recovery of sight for the blind. He can't see. (laughs) Last week, Matthew told us, it is now through the church, 
through the church that the wisdom of God is being made known. And Matthew said, the church is the best place to be in the world. And I'm here to tell you, if you have ever looked around this or any other room where the people of God are and thought, it doesn't look like much, God says to you, the means may appear unremarkable, but it's the treasure that is in them that makes the otherwise unremarkable remarkable. Let's resolve to know ourselves after the Spirit. Many applications of that, I'm sure, but first and foremost, it's an acknowledgement that God actually lives in us by his Spirit. God says, there's nothing special about the means, but I can and I do empower the means. There's the account of the woman with the issue of blood in the Gospels. Matthew 9, 18 to 26. You don't have to turn there. The story reads this way. While Jesus was saying this and he was teaching, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, my daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. And she said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. And she was. She did and she was. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter. He said, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that moment. Some versions say, hem of his garment. Where's my bag? One second. Just one second. Abide abide with me a minute. hem of his garment unremarkable unless you like it I mean I don't. <laughs> unremarkable pretty unremarkable all things considered but her confession was if I only touch Jesus' cloak I will be healed and she was her faith was in Jesus to make her well and that just touching even his cloak would be enough Jesus makes the difference there's nothing special about the means there's nothing remarkable about a cloak of itself except I can and I do empower the means says God you know what else I love about this story she refused to let years of history determine her current expectation 12 years with an issue of blood been unwell for that long it would be very easy to be tempted to say, there's no hope. But she refused to let her present, her history, determine her current expectation. That's a tall order. That's hard. I've, 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 I've faced that, I'm sure many of people here have, um, to not kind of let that creep in a bit. But you know, we have to resolve. My experience does not determine who Jesus is, nor what he is willing to do, nor what he is capable of doing. My experience does not determine who Jesus is, nor what he is willing to do, nor what he is capable of doing. 
In the story as it's told in the Gospel of Mark, it says, she had endured much at the hands, at the hands of many physicians, and had spent all she had and was not helped at all, but rather grew worse. There's nothing special about the means except I can and I do empower the means, says God. Of course we believe in the laying on of hands. But there's a reason why we do. (laughs) You might be saying, but you don't know my story. It's been years. I've tried everything. It's only gotten worse. Well, God says, if you hear his voice today, do not harden your hearts. If you have ears to hear him, let him hear. That woman could have said to herself, this day will just be like all the other days at the hands of very many other physicians. But she heard, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. And she got up, pushed away through, saying, if I can just touch his cloak, I will be healed. And she was healed. Because it was not about the very many means she had tried. It's not about the very many means you may have tried. It's all about the one who empowers the means. Nikki Onolari is a doctor. (laughs) She's not in the room. She's a doctor and a good one, and doctors are good, and God gives us them, and they are a grace to us. And for the avoidance of doubt, Nikki is more highly qualified to look after you medically than this thing. (laughs) But if Jesus was here in the flesh now, how many of us would believe that if you were wearing that, you could just walk up to him, touch it, and your ailment would be gone for good? Because that is what this lady actually did, And that is actually what happened. And if you do believe that, then I've got good news for you. Because Jesus is here. He is here by his spirit. You may at times have looked around and considered, I don't know if you have, the means unremarkable, but God says, now, not just 2,000 years ago when the story was written, but now, to him who is able... Not just that he was able to do, not just that he did, immeasurably more than all we can ask, think or imagine. (laughs) To him be glory in the church, according to his power at work. Not that did work, at work within us. There's nothing special about the means except When I empower the means, and I do empower the means, says God. In Acts 5.12, we hear about the ministry of the early apostles. And what that led to was the church was growing. And it says, the apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them. Even though they were likely, they were highly, sorry, highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. A shadow. Unremarkable. In fact, beyond unremarkable, transitory, because at least hands have some useful function. A shadow only ever appears when the sun is out in order for it to be cast somewhere. 
So what do you think the people did when the sun went in? We're not going to get healed today. Uh, we'll have to come back tomorrow and hopefully it's a bright day. No, the people were not responding to the sun in the sky which cast the shadow. They were responding to the spirit of the sun who empowered the person. They were responding to the spirit of the son who empowered the person. The same spirit which raised Jesus from the dead that dwells in you and dwells in me and is present right now, even as I'm speaking. (laughs) There's nothing special about the means except when I empower the means and I do empower the means. I remember seeing, uh, it's been a few years since we've had the God Channel, but there used to be this channel where basically those ministering would have like little bottles of prayer water or something similarly named and they were sending it to people um, upon request via email or via phone call and I think even selling it. (laughs) This is the point. (laughs) There's nothing special about the means except where he empowers the means and he can and he does. My, My hope and my faith is not in a bottle. It's in the one who empowers the means. In Acts 19, 11 to 12, I'm nearly finished. It says this, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. So that even handkerchiefs and aprons. It's not actually a handkerchief, it's a napkin, I couldn't find one. (laughs) Handkerchiefs and aprons. Unremarkable. Well, actually, that's a pretty good apron. But um, <laughs> for any of you know me, I'm a Superman fan. But <laughs> unremarkable means. But even handkerchiefs and aprons were taken to the sick and they were healed because those things touched a man through whom God was doing extraordinary miracles. I can't, you can't perform a miracle that's a good confession when you know the one who lives in you can and does. You might say, well, Paul, he's the apostle. The means there were special. Of course God is going to do miracles through him. But he himself said to the Philippian church, whatever you have learned, whatever, including Ministry of miracles. Whatever you have learnt or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. He is the one inspired by the Holy Spirit who wrote the scriptures we started with. According to his power at work within me, within the apostles, within us, the church. Now through the church. What is the incomparably great power for me, the apostles, us who believe? Jesus, who is the Son of God, did not say to his disciples, you will not do the works I have been doing because I am the Son of God. That is not his heart. (laughs) He said, referring to the miraculous works he had been doing, greater works will you do than these. Why? There is nothing special about the means except when I empower the means and I can and do and will empower the means you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses and this same heart is reflected in the apostles he did not say now through me like Matthew reminded us last week now through the church his means 
If you've ever looked around the room and thought it's pretty unremarkable, the power of God lives in you, the power of God lives in me, and he is in the habit of making the unremarkable remarkable. Because he's the one. He's the one. Those of you who put your hands up at the beginning and said you were sick or there was sickness in the room, um, can I just ask you to show your hands again? I think, uh, Simon, would you be able to come up? Um, We're going to turn our attention to God. And for those who put their hands up, can you keep your hands up? And you might look to the left or the right of you and think, May, not, may or may not think that's pretty unremarkable or not. But you know what? The Holy Spirit dwells in the person on the left of you. The Holy Spirit dwells on the person on the right of you. So I'm going to ask those around those who put their hands up to lay their hands as we turn our attention to the Lord. Thanks for listening to this teaching from City Church Coventry. You can find more great teaching and other resources on our website at www.citychurchcoventry.org.